podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And a very warm welcome to the Shackles Are Off podcast. A happy new year to you. A very happy new year. And let's hope it's a lot better than the last one. But thank you so much. In 2020, we had so many downloads and so many great guests and so much interaction. It was great. The podcast is back uh, from last year. So even on to sort of bigger and better things from this year and with an Ashes year coming up as well, we can't wait. Jack Brooks and Chris Millard are with me on the podcast and this one well we've actually got some live cricket happening lads so we're going to talk about that first of all we were going to have a guest <laughs> for this podcast we don't but it's uh, it's a former was he a teammate of yours brooksy that we're talking about yeah, Ch- chiminda um, vars of course exactly yeah i'd organized to get chiminda on last week and he went he went um went missing basically on the weekend I haven't had any contact with him so whether he changed his mind or got bigger fish to fry I'm not sure but he's ignored our calls this morning so um, yeah, unfortunately we can't speak to that legend but we'll just have to waffle on without him won't we yeah we will we'll be fine so hadn't you worked hard on the name pronunciation as well I had really had as well Warner Kula Soraya Patty Bendigay Santa Joseph Chiminda Voss well played <laughs> well played I think that Warner Kula Soraya Patty Bendigay would have been very impressed with my pronunciation <laughs> But um, he's, um, <laughs> unfortunately, he's not here, so that's that's a shame. But, but it'd be great to talk to him another time. Maybe if Sri Lanka go 1-0 up in the, in the series, he might all of a sudden be asking if he can come on to preview the next test. So we'll see. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that front. We're going to be hearing from Randy Caddick as well later on in the programme. And if Randy Caddick means absolutely nothing to you and perhaps you've just stumbled across this podcast for the very first time, uh, do stay tuned because... I have a feeling he's going to be one of the most famous British people in Sri Lanka, and that includes all of the 11 England players from the first test because it's just, yeah, it's a great story. So more on that uh, in a short moment in time. But, yeah, first of all, Brooksy, for you, back on, on the wagon, really, in terms of professional cricket, recovering from a bit of injury, and uh, how has it, it been? Yeah, kind of, mate. Um, well, I came off crutches and out of the boot I suppose we haven't got together at a pod since before Christmas have we um feels like a t- ages ago but um yeah I'm able to hobble around while well, walk around pretty normally I've still got a bit of a limp at the minute just still recovering but all I can do at the minute is rehab and a bit of gym stuff so luckily Boris has kept elite sport open for now and I can um I can get in and do do my gym stuff down in Taunton and, and rehab with the physio and everything haven't started any cricket yet all the other Somerset lads are training uh, cricket-wise, I think most counties have come back training. Some haven't, I know. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a weird world at the minute that we're living in. And there's obviously different protocols and everything. If it almost feels like it's gone back to uh, when we first yeah. went into uh, like a lockdown, when we, when we first came back into the summer with cricket. So uh, it's just it's nice to be doing things. Obviously, there's a lot of people out there who aren't able to do a lot, but 
if cricket can get on TV and entertain and, and provide something for people to, to have an interest in on TV, because there's not much cricket going around. Um, well, over Christmas there was, but um, I think the England cricket exactly, uh, particularly, mm. uh, that Sri Lanka series could be quite entertaining, couldn't it? The two games, the two test matches in Gaul. I'm really interested in where Brooks is living at the minute, because of course his landlord has now surely moved to Yorkshire after signing a, a long-term deal with him. So where are you? Are you in a shed in the middle of Taunton? Or- <laughs> I am currently in a Holiday Inn Express. Um, you can't see that, and I wasn't going to tell you where I was, but um, I'm, you know, obviously when I'm based, I haven't got anywhere to live in Taunton at the minute, but I'm moving into an apartment at the end of the month. So until then, I'm doing all my, most of my work from uh, Holiday Inn. Is that the same Holiday Inn Express that you and I stayed in, Chris, when we came down to interview uh, Marcus Truscothic for the podcast? I think it must be. I think it probably would be, lads. Yeah, because there's, there's, a, there's a big holiday and there's a, there's a little one next to it as well. Yeah. There's a nice peak outside and palm trees and a coconut <laughs> shop. Very similar, mate. Very similar. <laughs> um, Chris, usually for you, it, uh, Sri Lanka tour means load of England fans piling over, enjoying the beautiful beach. Um, in Gaul and sort of soaking it up around the, the you know, the, the brilliant fort, all the lovely little restaurants and bars and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, none of that this time round. What can people who are following the Barmy Army on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook expect to see? There's going to be plenty happening on social media and we'll be hearing from Randy, as we already mentioned shortly. But there's, there's, a, there's a fair amount going on. You're doing the best that you can. We are, yeah. Obviously, like you said, Sri Lanka is one of the favourite destinations for Barmy Army members and England fans from all over the world. You've been, I've been, Brooks has been. It's an amazing place to watch cricket, but it's just an amazing country for culture and for everything else. Um, for, for price of beer to price of hotel rooms, it's, it's a very popular destination. It's very sad we can't be there, but we'll be keeping everyone as entertained as possible. We'll be making sure there's a a regular podcast going on throughout this period. We'll be making sure that there's social media coverage from 4 a.m. in the morning. Um, the, the guys aren't exactly ecstatic about the 4 a.m. starts to um, make sure Twitter, Instagram, Facebook are all updated on time. But that's um, that's the look of the job. We're, we're working nights, which is quite cool. Um, but, but yeah, we'll be keeping everyone as entertained in what's happening as possible. We've obviously got Randy out there, which I'm not going to let on too much because you can hear it from the horse's mouth shortly. But he's um, he's a really good guy. He's, he's a Barmy Army guy at heart, I think. And he's going to help us out with a bit of interaction while he's over there. So whilst we can't be there, we'll do everything we can to keep everyone engaged and hopefully entertained in what's going on um, on the field, but also across social. Can't wait for that first testing goal. Right, so we've basically... <laughs> I t- we talk about it. We might as well get into it with with Randy. So we spoke to him a bit ago. Something came to Chris's attention here on the podcast. Um, we saw an article basically about this England fan who'd been out. Obviously, the original tour last March was cancelled just as the pandemic happened, and uh, everyone flew home. The England players flew home. Um, all the staff and all the Barmy Army who were out there and sort of gearing up for a great tour all flew home, apart from a guy called Rob Lewis who is holding down a job working from home, but in Sri Lanka. And uh, he just thought he'd stay. And he vowed to not come home until England next played there. (laughs) Which, who knew when it was going to be? I mean, he's actually lucky, lads, really, that it's so soon. I know it sounds daft when he's been waiting there for 10 months. 
But they could have not had that happening for ages. So it's no, a, it's amazing, it's, isn't it, really, when you think about it? It's flown by those 10 months as well, isn't it? So much has happened. Yeah, not much as... Yeah, I know. It, it's, <laughs> but he's... He's just, anyway, this bloke, you say you said, Chris, actually, he embodies the Barmy Army kind of spirit, this bloke, and he really does. And we spoke to him on a podcast not too long ago, but let's let's talk to him now and uh, let's hear what he's got to say about what he's up to, where he's living, and what his day-to-day is, and also what his plans are for the upcoming tour. Right, so I moved in to a little a little place in Gulf Fort yesterday, Mm. Um, it, it's it's no more than 200 yards from the ground. Oh. It's got a little rooftop bit, and I can see the clock tower and like the fort walls. So I'm like prime positioned. Um, <laughs> so like excite, excitement is building. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In true Barmy Army fashion, that Randy. <laughs> that would be a, a premise that would be usually taken by a Barmy Army member, and that whole fort is just a wash with cricket fans usually. But sadly, it's just you now. It is. Uh, it is. I uh, hopefully got, I've got a few um, uh, a few members of the Sippers Club coming down on Wednesday, so they're 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 invited to join me for a few few pints. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Brooksy wanted to ask you about Sippers Club, didn't you, Brooksy? Yeah, I want. I want to just see how your social life was going because obviously we can't still socialise or go to the pubs or anything. So I want you to fill me in on how great Sippers Club is in a minute. Oh, it's been it's been amazing. It's been. Um, it's just been like the the little um, snippet of comfort from home where um, you'd normally like go down the pub with your mates to have a beer after work. It's it's been just like that, and we've all kind of um, uh, we've all kind of like our friends over shared experience, uh, shared passion of like live sport and uh, draft beer. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's fantastic, and we've been we mainly been meeting at the the cricket club cafe, but um, we, we've had Sippers Club pop up. Like all over Sri Lanka, we've had a few, a few in the south, a few in, a few here in Gaul. Yeah, it's, it is it is great. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing a few of them this week to help su- support the boys. Oh, so good. Right. So, so look, you've got a five point plan, Randy, haven't you? Right. Um, about how you're helping the Barmy Army out. So, do you want to elaborate? In fact, you and Chris just bounce off. Just tell tell the listeners then what what your plan is for this upcoming test match and series. Cause and, and for it's context, it's just grown and grown from the first podcast when we got you on, Randy. And, well, the first time I saw the report of what you were doing over there, I think I tried to get you on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, finally got, <laughs> <off there. laughs> got you on the podcast. And then you've, um, you're, you're basically staff now, I think, from what's, what's up and coming for this coming tour. Amazing, amazing. I don't seem to be on the payroll, though. Can you look into that? <laughs> Not all staff are on the payroll, mate. Don't worry about that. We've been, I've, we've been trying for years to get on the payroll, and he's not. <laughs> I was going to say, you're telling me about the payroll. <laughs> Randy, you're in good company, pal. Talk to us. Talk, That's good to know. Talk to us, then. What's, um, what's happening? What's Goal Fort saying? What are you going to display, first of all? Right, so... Um... I've got some, uh, I had some ideas uh, in my head. So obviously um, you guys approached me um, to ask if I can help out with a few things. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Not a problem. Um, I thought I'd try and uh, do something, uh, do some good with the position that I'm in. So uh, I contacted WeCare, which is a charity you guys supported two years ago when you were here. 
um and they they just look after all the the street dogs there's like a problem here because there's tons of street dogs everywhere they need to be nurtured they need they need vet care like it's just the health care for them is just like not good so they do a tremendous job and they've been struggling they they rely on donations and they've been struggling with like volunteers coming over because of covid so it's a great cause um so uh i think it's great that you guys have agreed to um kind of support them so we've got a, we've got a huge barmy army banner uh, in the print in the printers as we speak um so we're taking care of that with a little um, bit just saying that you um uh, are supporting we care there's going to be a we care banner there's going to be a sippers club <laughs> a, a friday sippers club stand banner um i've done one i've done one for my mate um who's a talker united fan so this could be the only football banner on the fort and it's going to be for talker united um <laughs> I'm an Arsenal fan, but I need I need as many friends as I can, so I'm not going to hang an Arsenal flag up. Um, and <laughs> I've got I've got I've got I've got a special banner as well, which is a secret. Uh, you can find out by watching the game. Ah, I like it, Randy. You tease, you tease. <laughs> so what what have you been do What have you been doing? Like what have you been doing? I mean, obviously, apart from waiting for ten months. What have you been doing? Because obviously we found out last time you told us that you were a DJ under the pseudonym of Randy Caddick. How is Randy Caddick's uh, DJ career going? Is Randy getting many bookings? Right. It's not. I've not been playing too much lately um, because even though there's no lockdown going on, they have been kind of um, stopping gatherings. Of, I think it was about over 30. So there hasn't been too much in the way of like big sort of events happening in the well, last that couple shouldn't months. stop you should it it's 30 you know <laughs> we're no, we getting more than that before it shouldn't <laughs> i should be i should be practicing at home but i've actually lost my little my little speaker it's, it's fallen victim of, <laughs> I, I think it fell off a tuk-tuk so i'm a bit devastated about that <laughs> okay of course it has yeah nice okay <laughs> so i need to buy a new speaker um um but but yeah uh but i mean there's a few things going on um i've been in a hangama for quite a while and there's there's an amazing lighthouse bar, which has had a great sunset, meet people, have a few bevies. Um, and, I'm, 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 and do remember that I'm still working out here, so I do have a full-time job, which keeps me, keeps me quiet as well. Nice. Excellent. Fantastic. And, and Randy, just to, just to let everyone know that you will be in touch with all of our social media followers via the Barmy Army social media channel, um, doing the daily roundup of Randy's report. Are you looking forward to that? Uh, very much so, very much so, yeah. Um, uh, it's not something I've ever done before, but like, I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go, at, go at it like, wholeheartedly, give it my best shot, and uh, hopefully everyone likes it. Randy, um, I, I love it. Yeah, go on, go on, Chris. Where can people donate if they want to donate to WeCare, Randy? Um, they can visit the Barmy Army Facebook page because you guys are lovingly going to set this up, aren't you? We are indeed. We are indeed on Facebook donations. Is it? So, has it been done? Is it ready? It's being done this morning as we speak. Well, no, Amazing. it's not quite nine o'clock yet. So when Harry's at his desk, he'll be doing it. Amazing. So once that's done, yeah, just visit the Barmy Army Facebook page where you can donate to WeCare. We're hoping just to raise as much as as much as possible during these two tests. And, and Greggy, they are a fantastic charity, as we've seen firsthand on our last trip over there. It's amazing to see um, the work that WeCare do, and, and it's a, 
an honour and a privilege to be supporting them once again. It is, yeah. Barmy Army do loads of work for that. It's, uh, you know, it's great. And it's a little known fact that very charitable bunch, the Barmy Army lot and Randy carrying on that mantle, even if it is pretty much on his Todd this time around. Um, Randy, um, it sounds like he's absolutely hosing it down there, is it? It is, it is, yeah, it's raining. It's been it's been raining quite a lot lately, um, which isn't great ahead of the tests, but I'm hoping <laughs> it's just getting all the rain out of the way. Um, but we, yeah, there's three days out, so uh, no panic. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it? I mean, we, when we were there, I mean, you've been there longer than us, actually, uh, <laughs> by some distance, so you'll have seen all the different rain and stuff, but... It amazed me how much it rains in such a short space of time. And then an hour later, it's like bone dry again, isn't it? So Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, um, yeah, it's like, a, it's like British weather on acid. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, absolute legend. We'll be talking to you again soon. So, uh, yeah, good luck. And everybody get, uh, get following Thanks Randy. Thanks very much, guys. And Randy, just before we lose you, have yep. you... Um, have, have you managed to quash the rumour that the fort might be shut, which could put all your good work to... Oh, right, yeah. Avail? So this is, the, this is the huge concern of late. Uh, there's rumours flying around um, that, that they're going to close the fort, which is going to be the only viewpoint for the game. So that is a major concern. Um, not quite... There isn't, there isn't a plan at the minute. Uh, just maybe just have to just, just storm the fort. I don't know. <laughs> or or try and... Try and find my way into the ground somehow. I've got a few irons in the fire, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 touch and go, but I'm I'm just remaining positive, basically. Just go, Betty. The power, you know, all the people, the top dogs, surely. <laughs> yeah, that is... we'll see. Well, we've we've asked Mickey, but um, Mickey's obviously um, uh, got preparations <laughs> to do, and he says he's not he's not sure how we can help, but um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> fingers crossed fingers crossed for me please it's been a it's been a bit of a wait so oh my god it's been yeah a bit of a wait yeah dear me hey randy legend good good luck old mate and uh enjoy and we'll talk to you again soon thanks guys take it cheers, easy mate. speak soon Bye. <laughs> cheers mate Uh, Randy Caddick there, uh, live from Randy's rooftop, which I believe, Chris, you've uh, you've got an image of to, to share with me and Brooksy. <laughs> what a bloke. What a bloke. He's great. I can't believe you've got him on board, Chris. I'm glad that you've dived in there first before everyone else tries to nick into him. He's brilliant. And also doing a bit of charity work. You just can't, you can't knock him, can you? Great guy. Great guy all around. He's... Um... Yeah, it's a bizarre story, but fair play. You've got to have a lot of willpower to stick at something 10 months, never mind, with the uncertainty of the world. And, like, literally there's an apocalypse happening, but he's just in Sri Lanka waiting for the cricket team to come back. I bet it seemed a long way away back in April, March, when everything was getting locked down, but I bet he's had a great 10 months. And to be able to work out there, he's very fortunate, but it looks like he's having a great time, doesn't it? Randy's rooftop, by the way, is unbelievable. It's on his um, social media. His handle on Twitter is Elite Bandwagon. So make of that what you will. Um, however, there are great pictures on there of a rooftop bar and a bed, basically. And that looks like his pad. So his, Yeah, I saw his bed. It was, he said it was like a spaceship because it had loads of like neon lights underneath it. So I don't know what else he's been doing there. <laughs> dread to think, really. Dread to think. Hey, as long as he's doing the job for us, we're all good, aren't we? Uh, we'll be hearing probably more from him as the series goes on. Um, let's talk about the series itself. 
lads. I mean, we're not. We're certainly not NASA. We're definitely not Athers. Uh, but you know, we'll give our opinions nonetheless. First of all, uh, Chris, we were there in 2018, three nil series victory for England. It was the sort of three prong spin attack, wasn't it? Brooks's teammate Jack Leach. Um, we had Adil Rashid and Moen Ali, and they just mopped it up, didn't they? So, um, I mean, it's very different this time around. You've got Brooksy's former landlord, who looks like he's going to be part of the spin attack this time around. <laughs> so it's uh, it's good. It's interesting. It's going to be very it's different. Exciting. And, and we had a lot of runs on the last two. Uh, obviously, Ben Fouts on debut, scoring 100, very good 100. Keaton Jennings as well, back in goal, scored a mm. hundred. Remember, remember that well, and and then the old trusty Joe Root and Johnny Bairstow coming through again. So it's um it's very exciting to see what's going to happen. But it's a huge year for the Test team. It's a huge year for England cricket, just with everything going on. There is so much Test cricket to be played, and some big big games like this. This is almost like a warm up series for India, where they've got a, a huge um, four Test matches in India in tough conditions. So this is really hopefully going to get them off to a good start, get them ready for what's going to be a tough, a tough six, seven weeks in India in isolation. So um, I do wish them all the best with that, but we, we've all been to India, so I'll, I'll say no more on that. But um, I, I do hope that we can get off to a really good start and, it, and it's not too weather affected either. Brooksy, you're our resident cricketing professional elite sportsman. So, um, you know, enough from me and Chris. I think it's important that we get your opinion on, on stuff and also your insight. And I think you've got a little quiz for us as well. So, what, I mean, you're looking forward to it as a fan, Brooksy, first of all. But give us your give us your uh, insight into this tour in Sri Lanka. Oh, mate, yeah, I'm, I'm buzzing for it. I don't think I'll be getting up at 4 a.m. Like, like Chris. Um, I've got a day job as well, a bit of training to do, but I'll certainly be watching it around breakfast time and and in the in the gym in the mornings. Um, I think it'll be really interesting because the, the team dynamics change slightly. Obviously, people like Stokes missing out, um, being rested. So you've got Crawley going to open the batting. So he's used to open the batting for Kent, but hasn't done it for England yet. I don't, or has he done it for England? I can't remember if he has briefly. But right. he was probably seen as a long-term number three at the minute. And then you obviously got Besto coming back in after being out the team for a couple of years, coming straight back in at three, where he got 100 against Sri Lanka last time, didn't he, at three? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan Lawrence probably going to make his test debut, isn't he, at five, I think. So that'll be good to see how he goes, because he's done really well in, in county cricket. I've played against him quite a lot. Um, he's become a lot more secure in his technique and useful little player in the middle order. Uh, Josh Butler, obviously, with the gloves. A lot of people in the media and, and supporters are... It's a talking point, isn't it? Um, yeah. So hopefully he can get the runs that he, he got in for England last summer and more, and obviously his keeping as well, because uh, people will start jumping on otherwise. But he's still a class batter keeper, and um, with folks waiting in the wings, he's always going to have people on his back. But there's one person that can deal with it is is Joss. Um, and then you've obviously got, you know, what seam seam attack do you take into each game, and and which spinners, and do you play sort of do you go the beach, beach, <laughs> beach, the best leech beach axis. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great show I like that I like that a lot that could catch on Brooksy um, do you go that access uh, access axis the double spin axis um, and then what seamers do you go in with do, um, do you go for a raw pace option in uh, in wood or stone with you know Broad Anderson and, and, the, and Mahmood and those guys who are available 
I know Wokes is in there as well. So England have got plenty of options and won 3-0 there last time. So they'll go there with plenty of confidence. And the Sri Lankan team's changed a little bit. They obviously don't have Harath anymore, who was such a linchpin for them, but they do have some do have some dangerous players. And Angelo Matthews has always been a, a thorn in England's side, isn't it? I think he averages something like 45 against England in Test cricket. Mm. I remember that massive score he got at Headingley in 2014. And yeah. He seems to raise himself when he plays against England. So he's a key batter. And um, a couple of exciting new bowlers that people may not have heard about. Um, they've got Lassith Embledenia, um, who is uh, he's come on come onto the scene lately. He's um, he played well in South Africa actually. He's uh, he's a useful little little left arm spinner. Well, he's not little. He's actually tall, but. He's um he's kind of Heras replacement, so he's meant to be um they're talking about big things from him. And there's a leg spinner as well called uh, <laughs> I'm rubbish with these names. Go on, go on, Brooksy. Go on, Brooksy. Give it your full hog. Go on. Go on, say it again. Go on, say it again. <laughs> when Hindu Hasaranga. Yes. So you just gotta own it. You just gotta go for it, aren't you? Young leg spinner. Look out for him. But I think it'd be um I'm just looking forward to watching Test cricket again, obviously, England back on the test scene, such a huge stuff for them at summer, such a huge year for them because of how much test cricket they're going to play. Um, so, yeah, I'm just really, really excited for that. Excellent. Greggy, Brooksy, let's have a little wager. Who's got right. the top run scorer and top wicket taker? I'm going to have all, both of your, your guesses. Alan. For England or just in general in the series? For England, for England. And then we'll, um, and then we'll, we'll, Compare at the end of the series and we'll produce a prize. And anyone listening can also have a go at this. So get in touch on social media. Reply to when we put this podcast out, letting us know what your guess is for top run scorer and top wicket taker. And to make it really tricky, the amount within 10 runs of the top run scorer and within three wickets for the top wicket taker. What do you reckon? Nice. I like that. Two tests, wasn't it? Two tests, yeah. Um, um, I reckon, I reckon Bersto top run scorer. I just think that him coming back into the team, you know what he's like, and he gets that bit, bit between his teeth. I reckon he'll score two hundred ninety-one runs in the series. Oh, Johnny, lad, go on. And I reckon Leach will be the top wicket taker with fourteen wickets. Fourteen. Wow. wow. Nice. That's quite bold. That's quite bold. I think it's going to be Rooty, highest run scorer. I think he's going to get 275 runs. Um, and top wicket taker. Don't know. He's obviously going to be a spinner. So, Is, it Is it going to be a spinner? Yeah. Tough to say that. He's got to be, hasn't it? I mean, I'm only going... You think so. I mean, if it, Sri Lanka's best way of winning is through spin but it's not impossible to bowl seam on those on those decks over there um well our skillful seam, we? our esteemed guest that we uh, that we uh, would have got on mr vars <laughs> i mean he he was he he could bowl on those uh, dusty wickets um also you've got to consider that with the seam attack that we've got jimmy saying he's in the best nick of his life He's got a bit of a point to prove, hasn't he? And he, he wants to keep solidifying his place. So I reckon Anderson's in with a shout. Dear. Fully fit Anderson. Two tests. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. You see what he did to Joss the other day in the warm-up? Yeah, that's right. 
little nip back. I don't think they're going to yeah. get pitch nips around too much, but yeah. I know. It was nice of them to prepare a pitch in the warm-up games that will reflect exactly what we're going to be batting on in the test series. Um, I think think Dom Bess, top wicket taker, 12 wickets. Come on, Bessie lad. Back in you. Yep, so keep a note of that. I'm also keeping a note, Chris, just so that you don't try and fudge the figures. (laughs) Well, if I'm honest, lads, I was going to go... Root top one scorer and Leach top wicket taker, but we've got to make this interesting, haven't we? Yeah, mix it up, mix it up. Come on, mix yeah. it up, son. So I'm, I am going to go Zach Crawley top run scorer. Nice. With two hundred and sixty runs. Two sixty low scorer, nice. I think they'll be shared around. Plenty of batting, aren't they? And I'm going to go with. Is Moeen going to play? Is he going to get over? He's not going to play in the first test, is he? So... No, he's not going to be lead wicket taker in a series unless he takes 15 in the... <laughs> you never know. In one match. I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to go Leach. Leach, okay. I really wanted to go Jimmy or Brody, but I'm going to have to go Leach with 15 wickets. 15. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Uh, then I get anything north of Bruxy. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. I like that. Yeah. So like Chris says, get in touch, reply to the tweet when we put this podcast out. Um, and if you're sort of listening to this a little bit late or you've just it's dropped into your inbox, just scroll back and reply. And we'll uh, read some of those out next time round at the culmination at the, of the end of the series and see who's uh, sort of got closest. We've laid down our claims, lads. There we go. And, um, yeah, I think it's probably going to be an England 2-0 victory, weather permitting. It sounded like it was hosing it down when we spoke to Randy a little earlier, didn't it? So, fingers crossed. Absolutely fingers crossed. It would just be our look from um, from the years year that we've had to go over to Sri Lanka. Everyone's up at 4.30am to watch it. We're all ready. Lashing it down, back to bed, lads. Yeah. How about how about um, for our listeners, little competition? If they if they email or contact you, Millard, or info at barmyarmy.com with their yeah. guesses for England's leading wicket taker run scorer, and if anyone's bang on or beats us or nearer, they get a t shirt or something from yeah, we from will you guys. Give them a prize, absolutely. We will give them a prize. Likely to be something to do with the summer next year. So if someone is bang on. For wickets and runs, we will give them two tickets next year to um, a game of their choice where we've still got availability. Oh, love that. That sounds great. Brooksy, finally, before... that's That sounds good, Chris. Sounds good. Brooksy, before we go, mate, uh, you had a question, apparently, didn't you? A little quizzy, teasy Yeah, I've got, a little, I've got a little quiz. It's not, um, it's not one question, but it's hopefully it won't take too long. Just on... Um, it was on Stuart Broad, actually. Um, his milestone wickets in test matches, so his 100th, 200th, 300th, 400th, 500th test wickets. I don't know what your knowledge would be like on all of those. I'll give you multiple choice on each one and have a little quiz between the two of you. Yeah, go for sound. it. Sounds good. Okay, so he got his first wicket in 2007 in test cricket against Sri Lanka. Who was his first test wicket? Was it Dinesh Chandamal? Was it Angelo Matthews? Was it Chaminda Vass? Oh. And it's, I don't know if you want to. Greg, 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 do you think it was? I think it was Angelo Matthews. 
And Greg um, Miller, who do you think it was? Chandimar. Well, you're both wrong. It was Vars. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, I just thought because it because he was on the on the uh, actual was going to be on the pod. I was hoping he would be able to answer that himself, but he's not here, so. Um, <laughs> that was his first wicket. His hundredth wicket was it was against Sri Lanka again in 2011. Was it Angelo Matthews, Dinesh Chandamal, or Thissera Pereira? Millard, you go first this time. I'm going to go with Angelo Matthews. Greggy Lad. Shandimal. <laughs> From the opposites. You're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. Oh, God, it was Tessera Pereira. God, this is a good start. Right. He doesn't listen to this, by the way. I know. And also, I, uh, I promise we've not scripted it like this either. <laughs> no, well, I didn't even, I didn't give either of you a warning about this quiz, did I? So. <laughs> no. Um, his 200th wicket was against Australia in the Ashes in 2013. Who was it? Was it Michael Clark? Was it Brad Haddon? Was it Mitchell Johnson? What I, what I love is those three. Um, Greg, are you first? Brad Haddon. Mildo? Michael Clark. Boom, we got a right answer finally. Michael Clark. <laughs> well done, mate. Thank God for that. You spared our blushes. Get in. Get in. Um, is. 300th wicket. Uh, was it? I'll give you just uh, one out of two this time. Was it Chris Rogers or Nathan Lyon in 2015? Greggy? I think it was Chris Rogers. Milad? Lyon. Lyon. It was Rogers. Woohoo! One all. One all. One all, two to play. His 400th wicket in 2018. Was it? Martin Guptill, Tom Latham, or Kane Williamson? Miller, you go first. I know, I'm, I, I can recall this as well. <laughs> really embarrassed. <clears throat> Kane Williamson. Greggie? I think it was Tom Latham. Tom Latham is correct. Greggie's come from behind with one to play. <laughs> Here he is. Final one. You should both get this if you can remember it. Um, his 500th wicket was obviously last summer against the West Indies. Yeah. Who who was the batter? Was it Roston Chase or Craig Brethwaite? Oh. I'm going to go Craig Brethwaite. I'm going to go the man who sounds like a motorway service station, Roston Chase. <laughs> the answer is Craig Brethwaite. Yeah. Hey, well done, Millard. An honourable draw. Good quiz, cool. Brooksy. What's the well time? played, fellas. Well played. Very good. I haven't got a tiebreaker. <laughs> so I'm happy with the draw. I'm more than happy with the draw. Just want to get that on record. <laughs> I'll probably, I'll probably get no end of stick from this from from people I know. I'm still getting stick from a mate of mine, Joe Porter. I used to play cricket with at Oxford about my um, mentioned in badminton in the Graham Onions podcast. Still giving me stick about that. I don't know why. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Ports, bore off. Get a new gag. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Nice work, lads. Is that everything? Have we have we done all the housekeeping? I think we have. I think we've we've, we've previewed the test. I mean, wonderfully, really insightfully. 
Well, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll also be able to get our esteemed guest on before the end of the series. So, Brooks, you give him a give him a quick um, Facebook audio call. <laughs> I'll try and get Chaminder on. I work on him. Oh dear, it would be great to hear from him. And uh, just one last time, because I probably, if we don't get him on again, it's the last time I can mention it. I want to call a Soraya, Patty Bendigay, you Santa Joseph Chimindavas. <laughs> so anyway, on that on that note, we're going <laughs> to have a great series. Uh, do keep across all the Barmy Army social media channels and keep looking out. We'll drop a couple more podcasts in before the series is over. And uh, keep out for, your eye out for Instagram Lives and all that kind of thing as well. It will be great fun. Come on, England. Thanks for joining us on our first podcast of 2021. Uh, tell your mates, subscribe, share, and all that kind of stuff as well. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Network.